take that away from me man so my buddy met a girl at a bar they ended up going home with each other right one night stand type situation at the end of the night uh she asked for his last name and he gives her a fake last name now this is a question of morality i have for you guys is it wrong to give someone a fake last name if you don't want them tracking you down on social media after, sure, you had a, you met them, you had a fun night, it's a fling, you know what I mean? You're not required necessarily to give them your your Instagram handle, right? I'm not sure, honestly. It's 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 this is something that we've never had to deal with. Is this okay? So what happened is my so he my friend he just thought of the first weird name that he could think of. Uh his so let's say his name is I'm not gonna say his real name, let's say his name is uh Joey. Off the top of his head, he just thinks of this last name, Giuseppe. So Joey Giuseppe tells this girl that's his name, right? The next morning, she goes to look it up, and she can't find him anywhere. She's texting him, uh, how come you're not on social media? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm just not really down with that type of stuff, you know? <laughs> what she found is the only person with that name that he gave her wasn't Joey Giuseppe, but it's something similar. Turns out to be a fisherman from Long Island who was murdered. <laughs> That's the only person with that name. And so he said, at this point, any sane person would back off. Am I right? He said, yeah, that's my uncle who I was named after and he was murdered. And that's a very sore subject for you to bring up. And she said, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And then I'm sure never texted him again after that. <laughs> so mission accomplished. Do you have to keep up with somebody? It's weird, right? You hook up with somebody one time. You don't really plan on seeing them again. You're not required to hang out with this person again. If you guys met in a bar, got drunk and just fucked. So... Do you have to follow them on Instagram or they're going to follow you and just keep watching your stories for years on end? How long are we going to do this? Come on. Just first names only until at least the third date. I mean, that wouldn't work for me. Anyway, you could find me easily. <laughs> it's just like there's not a lot of white Mookies out there. You could just type Mookie white into Google. You'll find me literally really quick. The name Mookie is a gift and a curse. This is my life, though, man. It wasn't really up to me. For those of you that don't know the story of my, my ridiculous name, the day I was born, my parents actually didn't know what they were going to name me. They hadn't settled on anything. And uh, a guy named Mookie Wilson who played for the Mets. This is back in 1985. Now, not the 86 Mets that are so famous, but this is the year before that. Mookie Wilson hit a two-run home run to clinch a playoff spot, I believe it was. My dad and the doctor that was delivering me, they had kind of like a bet going where they were like, oh, we'll just name the kid after whoever has the best game today. And then Mookie Wilson hits this heroic home run, and that's it. The rest is history. The first time the hospital ever handed me to my mother, the doctor said, here's Mookie. And so... That shit just stuck, obviously, for my entire life. But okay, legally, 
They didn't pull the trigger, okay? Legally, on my birth certificate, they named me after my dad. And, you know, this is big news. You heard it here first, all right? My real name, I'm saying it. Stephen Francis Thompson III. That's right, motherfucker. I am royalty. You hear that? My dad is Steve Jr. I'm Stephen III. I got a Roman numeral three on my birth certificate. My hand to God. But I never lived a single day as Steve in my entire life. I don't even know what this guy would do. I don't know Steve. I'm not Steve, bro. People try to tell me, like, Mookie, that's not your real name. It's not my real name. Why? Because it's not on a certificate somewhere in a drawer in the government. They don't get to decide what my real name is. Your name comes from within. And on the inside, I'm Mookie, baby. Steve. Steve is just like a boring-ass, do-nothing name. My dad's name is Steve, but he's not a Steve. He's a Steve-O. And there's a big difference there. He's one of the, he's the original Steve-O. But Steve. Steves don't do anything unless your last name is Jobs. Then, you know, the Jobs kind of offsets the Steve. And, you know, I'm not just going to sit around being a Steve. I'm going to go get a bunch of Jobs. And you accomplish things. But a lot of people don't realize this. Like, whatever you name your kid that's going to kind of decide who they become. You know what I mean? Like, if you want your kid to be fat, you name him Reuben. That kid's going to eat himself to death with dressing. <laughs> you want your kid to play the bass guitar? You name him Wolfgang. That's who plays the bass guitar. You want, to, uh, you want your kid to sit around and do nothing? You name him Steve. You want your kid to... Snort Molly he found on a floor in a Brooklyn rave in 2014. You name him Mookie, all right, because that's what I was up to. Anyway, Steve, I don't know Steve. But lately, I've actually been using it a little bit, the Steve, because when I go to, like, Starbucks or something like that or a restaurant, when the, everyone in L.A., they always ask for your name. And when I say Mookie at a place like that, these people just, they just have a shit fit. They're like, Mookie? <laughs> what? I just can't take it anymore, man. These, you need to understand that I'm something, I just made this up today. I'm known as Trans Moniker. And you need to respect that, okay? I am Mookie, and I'm sorry if it makes you uncomfortable, but I'm fine with it at this point. I never really had a choice. By the way, I never even knew that it was a black name until I was like 15. Somebody told me in high school. <laughs> but by that point, it was too late, man. It was embedded in who I was. And you know what else everybody always says every single time, man? Do the right thing. Do the right thing, Moki. You know what? No. I'm going to do the wrong thing. And I'm going to sue Spike Lee for ruining my life. Because I was Mookie in 85, Do the Right Thing didn't even come out until 89. So I was the original ironic Mookie. So if I see Spike, we're going to have a talk. By the way, Spike is not his real name. <laughs> you know what Spike Lee's real name is? Spike Lee's real name is Shelton. I just looked this up. 
Spike, you get it, man. Spike probably wouldn't like it that I call myself Mookie or that I go by that name because he would probably say it's a black name. I'm appropriating culture, but his name is Spike. So he's appropriating biker culture. <laughs> Who else's name Spike? He's appropriating dog culture. He's Spike. Come here, boy. Spike. Spike is the name of a dog. I don't know why I'm roasting Spike Lee. I like Spike Lee. I like him, but I'm just saying. I'm just, I made up this imaginary argument between me and Spike Lee in my head. <laughs> so I guess really what I'm trying to say is next time I have a one night stand, I'm just telling the girl my name is Steve. So she can't find me on the internet. I have a great guest here today. This guy, we've known each other for many years through comedy. Mm -hmm. You might know him by his Instagram, at Blake Weber. Mm -hmm. Most famous for his voiceovers of 6 9 and Cardi B, you've seen on World Star. Oh, yeah. Formerly known as Blake Vapes. Mm -hmm. Also, very close friends with E.T., the alien. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which, uh, you know, I want to learn all about that relationship right there. It seems very creepy. Uh, yo, my boy. Aristotle Georgeson. What's good, bro? What's good, fam? Not much, man. Just out here living my life. I'm out in Los Angeles. I'm new in town, so I'm grasping onto anybody who <laughs> will speak to me and treat me like a person. Dude, so what's good, man? How are you? Good, good, man. I'm good. Just uh, staying busy, just, you know, being a fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah, man. You are weird as hell, dog. <laughs> it's true. So I noticed you recently made the switch from Blake Vapes to Blake Weber. Yes. What happened there, man? You Are you off the vape? Yeah, dude. I fucking... We're done. We're done with the vape. Dude, uh, you're vape free? <laughs> yeah, dude. I finally quit. I finally got off of it. Um, no, I just... Uh, I like how the voice starts to sneak out. The well, moment well, when, you start... When there, there's, certain, there's certain parts where it's just like it sounds ridiculous if I just answer it normally, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just it's just funnier to just say what Blake would say. But um, it was... It basically was just like fucking up deals. Like I yeah. couldn't I couldn't get taken seriously. Certain brands. Oh, um, you're trying to be taken seriously. <laughs> when I say well, you know what I mean. Like getting like like booked on yeah. on things. Like people were like, ooh. Yeah, he's pretty funny, but we don't know if we want the vape guy. Yeah. They're like, I like I like Blake Vapes, but just the word vapes is just put such a sour taste in we're like, people. bitch, this is the house that vapes built. Yeah, motherfucker. Like, get uh, out of here. Uh so I you know, it was kind of like a business decision slash like I felt like uh, it was like pigeonholing me to doing these specific types of videos. Uh -huh. And it was uh, I was like vaping just kind of died in a sense. Like it was really through 2015 <laughs> through 17. It was like a thing, you know, it was like a funny yeah. meme. Vaping did die and you killed it, bro. <laughs> yeah, literally, I killed the game. You fucking <laughs> killed the vape game, it's, dude. It's, Holy shit. It's so, it's so silly. I mean, I'm glad that that's the reason, though, because I was picturing you just having, like, a sick vape problem. <laughs> you know, like, like, I, oh, gotta, man. I gotta get off the vape. My fucking respiratory chest hurts. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, dude, I was recently smoking a Juul. Okay. I had, you ever try one of those? Oh, yeah. Um, did you ever smoke it regularly? No, I never was like a regular vape person. So th the Juul is the first thing I ever had to like quit. I've never been so addicted to anything in my life. And I have smoked crack. 
Oh, geez. No, not really. I, I was going to say, <laughs> I would, I would, I, for some reason, I believed you. I was like, oh, yeah, I, could, I know. I people people that. believe me. I mean, I had a gambling addiction. That was easier to kick than the jewel. Wow. Honestly. I would find myself like misplacing it and tearing my home to shreds. <laughs> Like a meth head, like opening couch cushions. It's, so <laughs> it's funny because it's like not even like that expensive. Like you no, could have just gone well, and gotten a new one. Yeah, I know. But still, that would have taken too long to get my fix. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. But like I feel like every time you hit that thing, it's like smoking 17 cigarettes. And kids nowadays are like literally sucking them down by the pack. Yeah, I mean, well, and that's like the whole dangerous thing. That's why they got all these, you know, fucking anti-vape commercials going on because... You know, they're doing those fun flavors. You know, If fun- anyone should do an anti-vape ad, it would be you. <laughs> <laughs> I, still have, I still have vape buyers, though, so uh, I, can't, I, yeah, I can't take can't, a stance. Can't upset, <laughs> can't upset the vape industry. Nah, bro. But, I mean, man, that would be quite a, uh, a heel turn. That would be, it would be hilarious. <laughs> don't fucking vape, dude. Like, I used to vape, but nah, I don't. <laughs> and you should neither. Yeah, <laughs> it's so dumb. I mean, it causes popcorn lung. You ever hear about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's funny because I like at the time, you know, I would get DMs from like vape people that were like, yo, talk about how cigarettes cause way more popcorn lung than fucking vapes. And like, (laughs) and apparently the study, there are studies that show that like cigarettes are like way more likely to cause popcorn lung. But there are certain flavors of vape that like have a propensity towards it as well. But it's like one tenth the chance so oh. it was kind of like uh, the media was just kind of fucking like spewing it in a certain direction. It's motherfuckers. Yeah, man. dude. The, you the anti-vape media. Yeah, the anti-vape <laughs> media. The AVM, man. Yeah. I, you got to stay away from them. <laughs> oh, that's big business, bro. You don't want to get caught up in that. Nah. But so you smoke a lot of weed, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Man. I do. Yeah, I'm all about that, bro. I mean, that's how weed is what got me uh, first addicted to cigarettes because I was smoking spliffs. Oh. And then I went from the spliffs onto the... uh, I started smoking spliff bowls, which is extra disgusting. What the fuck? It's a a real scumbag (laughs) move. so gross, Yeah, I know. But so... I was smoking splits all the time, so then it got to the point where it's like, oh, I'll just smoke tobacco and weed mixed together in a bowl. Fuck it. Uh, and then I found out that's actually called a mookie on Urban Dictionary. You can look this up. A bowl with weed and tobacco mixed in. It's called a mookie. I have no fucking idea how that happened. And you and you and that's wow. You didn't totally you didn't, unrelated. You didn't, you didn't enter that entry. I, I swear to God, <laughs> Mookie I Thompson I was didn't actually, enter the mookie. I was so high on split bowls, dude. I don't <laughs> even remember doing it. <laughs> <laughs> when you found it, did you like flip out? You're like, holy shit, it's me. I do. That. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm telling you the story right now, so yeah. you see how excited I yeah, was. Yeah, this is years the ago. Fuck out, dude. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, so you you just been fucking still killing the game, Blake Weber. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, that's the, the the new moniker, and yep. I, I think arguably you're ten times as famous as you were as Blake Vapes. Yeah, yeah. I was, is that what the numbers show? I haven't done my research. The number. I mean, you're pretty close, man. We fucking <laughs> like we we five xed. We, oh, wow. We 5X'd in terms of uh, growth over the last year. Uh, and it was so funny because right when I did the switch, it was uh, it was really weird because I was losing like thousands of followers a week because people were like, oh, you fucking sold out. You fucking, uh, <laughs> you're no longer part of the vape game. Wow. They didn't know you were making fun of them the whole time? They did. And the thing is, like, 
some people they just like they owned it and so i have uh-huh. a lot of respect for the people that like <laughs> were like dude you're making fun of me but like it's pretty funny you know yeah. so i mean i guess if you're a vape enthusiast you kind of have to have a sense of humor about your life yes in general you clearly aren't taking anything that serious if you're all about clouds exactly <laughs> and and i think what it was is that there was never like any malice in what i was doing cuz it was you know, the, the community itself, it's just a funny, it was a funny uh, probably physicality, a lot, you know? Probably a lot of people didn't even realize that you were joking. Yeah, like, that's half the audience. <laughs> they had no clue. They just they, thought that's who you they're are. They're just like, oh, man, this guy's fucking silly. This guy's yeah. real weird. <laughs> I'm still not sure which is the real you, to be honest. <laughs> you switch seamlessly. But so we were talking about this earlier. So how do you feel like how, how has Blake Weber overshadowed Aristotle? Because mm-hmm. you also do stand-up under your own name. Yeah. So what's the deal with that? How, do you get any pushback from like, you know, uh, when you don't want to use the persona? Or how does that work? No. I mean, I. it's pretty clear, you know, I have like my normal like Aristotle act and I can, you can book me as like an actor or comedian or whatever in a gig. And then, you know, the Blake character and the Blake act, I like I have a whole separate act for Blake and you're gonna pay a lot more for that one. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, I don't know. I just look at it as like a separate entity. I like how know? there's a price tier and the God fake right. you is worth way yeah, more. You can get, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can get me for pretty damn cheap. Dude. I'm a yeah. slut. I'm a fucking <laughs> slut. But, uh, but yeah, it's. It's weird to think of it like as overshadowing like myself because you know it's it's a thing that I do so like it yeah. it is me you uh-huh. know so yeah. I don't I don't look at it at that and I started it as like a troll maneuver you know it was uh-huh. to troll people from the beginning and it's still continuing to do so and uh, I always said like when when it's when I stop thinking that it's funny that's when I'll end it or that's when it'll end or that's when it'll become something else. But to this day, like, it's just, it's funny to see that this fake thing is becoming like real in the, in the real world. And so that's been kind of my point of view the whole time. And, you know, I don't look at it as overshadowing myself. I just think of it as like, oh, this is a cool arts. It's artsy. Yeah. It's awesome. (laughs) It's awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's It's what, what, dude? Oh, dice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I relate to it a lot. Like my, my government name is not Mookie. I don't, my okay. legal name, I won't say it here, but it, I've been, <laughs> I've been called Mookie since the day I was born. Right. I'm just stuck as this Mookie character. Mookie, now. I don't know, kind of like Blake Weber, but it's way more intertwined in my real life. I don't even know who my real self is at this point. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm you, lost, bro. Well, and here's my, my thought on that is like, you can't define yourself through a label. You know, and I think that that's been a problem in society as a whole is is just the idea that we have to label everything. uh, And then on top of that, we have to define ourselves by that label. Exactly. And I think that's caused a lot of problems. And so, dude, that was really smart. Can you (laughs) say that again as Blake (laughs) said pretty much what I think about in society is that we label things. And when you do that you're pretty much stuck within the boundaries of whatever that label is defined as. And you can't just let that happen. You have to be you. Wow. Beautiful. <laughs> man. It's even more powerful in the voice of Blake. <laughs> oh, that was great. So, I mean, speaking of you being a troll, you're not only a troll, bro. You are a troll to the stars. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yes. So you are just fucking up 
six nine's life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe not. His life is pretty good. But yeah, he's I'm, doing. Right. I'm. I am just. I'm positive that you're getting under his skin a little bit. Yeah. Well, you, so I, just for those yeah. uh, anyone listening who doesn't know, uh, Stottle does these voiceovers where he takes all, pretty much every post that six nine makes on Instagram. He voices it over. With his voice, and there's people out there that think that this is the way Six Nine talks because yep. you've done so many of them, and they've gotten so many views, posting on World Star and everything that it's it, the line is blending. Yeah, it's it is it is fascinating, and I'd like to think, I'd like to think that he sees them and he like gets mad for a second, and then he's like, "Damn, that's pretty funny." <laughs> that's what I'd like to think happens. Um, well, it probably I think the lip smacks probably drive him the most insane. <laughs> Because he's always he's doing that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny, man. Um, so yeah, my one of my good friends actually works uh, with Six Nine's manager. So I've been trying to reach him for contact. You haven't had any interaction with with any of these people that you that you do these videos with, right? Cardi or no one's uh, responded to you in any way. Um, I mean, Six Nine commented on two of them. Okay. Uh, uh, that ones that ones I got on World Star, and one was for his music video Fifi. He um he commented on the voice here. He's like, uh, I don't hear no difference, which is which <laughs> that's is actually funny. That's a great comment. <laughs> I was like, all right, maybe maybe he gets it. Maybe yeah. he thinks it's funny or whatever. That's dope. So I mean, I am actually literally trying to get in touch with him. He's gonna hear about this interview, and he's gonna know that. Uh, he's gonna know that that you're looking to talk to him, whether you, or not you are. Yeah, I mean, and and truth, truth is, a lot of people, um, a lot of people think that like I don't like six nine or whatever. And I think in the beginning it was it was me kind of picking like picking out videos where he was saying something stupid or silly yeah. and just using his own words. But as I continue to do them, I realize like, oh, he's just he's just trolling the the arguably the most popular industry in the world, and it just felt like my duty needed to become to troll him because <laughs> essentially he's untrollable yeah but it but in this way i'm using his own words against him mm -hmm. to to troll him and that's kind and of my he is kind of aware of how ridiculous he is he he's fully aware of how terrible his lyrics are and does not give a fuck and I, there is definitely something to respect there yeah and, that, and that's why i think that <laughs> for sure that's why i think that he's continuing to just take off because he knows that this is a fucking silly joke uh even though i think that a lot of people um, that don't like him, like I think he does definitely has like a target on his head. Um, yeah. so you know how far the joke can really go is another thing, but uh, it's um, it's good for now, man. He's doing he's doing what he needs to do to get his name everywhere. That's the truth. Yeah, still um, going. So, uh, oh well, I'm glad that it seems like he thinks it's funny because. I would hate for him to run into you and just kick the shit out of you. <laughs> I know, right? He probably could, too. Well, probably not, but he probably will have goons. He's kind of oh, small. Yeah. I mean, I think you could probably honestly take him. Okay. Which, my God, I would pay <laughs> <laughs> any amount of money to see that event go down. Like a, <laughs> a boxing match. An like MMA. Fight for the voice, Blake Weber oh versus 6 9 Whoever wins gets to be 6 ix voice forever. <laughs> That would be, dude. That would that would probably sell like a lot of copies online. A lot of people would illegally stream that. I'd like to think. So, um, so Cardi B, basically same thing, right? You've been doing the same things for Cardi, and it's fun. It's almost it's the same exact voice, yes. pretty much, right? Yep. But 
I don't know. To me, they seem distinct. When I saw, I can tell there's like there's something slightly different about it. But I think it's more because you're following the cadence of each person, uh, which makes it extra funny because like the voice stays the same and then the cadence changes very slightly. Yeah, and that's and to me that was that was part of it is like all these people that are you know sa- saying these things that are kind of ridiculous or whatever. Uh, it is it is funnier with just Blake's voice, you know. So I just. I put the same voice. You're right. With Cardi B, I do go a little bit higher pitch, just like a little bit like, what are you talking about? You know? <laughs> and with 6 9 it's a little bit lower pitch, but sometimes we hit those same notes. <laughs> so you said you got a lot of shit going on. I know you just got you got signed to a big agency recently. Uh, you were doing a show on Netflix, uh, Cooking on High. Yep. What else you got going on? What are you working on? Some animation shit? Yeah. 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 Um, couple, couple things. So one of the projects I started as Blake, that was like a joke from the beginning was uh, DJing. Um, <laughs> I, I like decided that it'd be funny because originally in the videos, every punchline would be followed by like a heavy dubstep drop or a heavy trap drop. Uh-huh. And yeah. what started happening was people would be like, what's that song, blah, blah, blah. And uh, artists started sending me music to use in videos because they're like, bro, I just, I'm releasing this this week. If you could just throw it in your video, tag me, that'd be great. I was like, fuck yeah. Um, and then like people would hit us up to DJ and I didn't I didn't know how to DJ. What did you say us? Well, hit hit me up and then at the time I was working with this dude. Oh, um, I thought you were just referring to you and Blake as two different people. <laughs> I was hiding for stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, or you, or did you mean you and ET? Who yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, uh, it would they would hit me up, but when I say us, uh, I was working with um, my buddy who's part of my music project now, um, Maddie O'Connor. He goes uh-huh. by Maddie I know, Ghost. I know him. Good guy. Uh, real good guy. And people would hit me up for for me to DJ. I didn't know how to DJ, and I didn't want to like go it alone <laughs> because I was like embarrassed. And, and so I was like, Maddie, do you want to just come DJ with me? Because um, he was always interested in producing. So music. he would actually do the the mixing, and you would just kind of stand there. And- in the beginning, yeah, that's exactly what would happen. Is I would like kind of pick pick that's the, the songs. same way that Dead Mouse got started. Yeah. The, the mouse did all the mixing at first. Yes, so. and then and then Dead himself, yeah. uh, he didn't do shit. Um, and, and that's, that is how exactly it started. And then what ended up happening was I was like embarrassed that like we were getting booked off of my name and then I would just like stand there and shit. And well, so, embarrassed? What do you mean? Well, it's just kind of like, you're just standing there oh. slash, um, <laughs> you're, you're just there. You're, you're just like kinda, the same thing as like an IG model that throws a party. Yeah. That, that gets paid to host yeah, some that, fucking shit. That was shit. you basically. Yeah. So it's like, uh. So I'd be standing there and then occasionally I'd go in and do like a couple transitions and like I'd fuck it up and it would be awful. And so I was like, all right, I got to actually learn how to do this if I'm going to kind of if I if this could be a potential outlet. And so over the last two years, you know, I've been learning to DJ and um, now like this year is the first year that we're going to start really booking like events, festivals. Uh-huh. This past year we did EDC on one of the art cars and it was great. And then next year I expect to do, you know at least 10 DJ dates, <laughs> you know? That's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's weird and silly, but it's, like, really fun. And uh, What an amazing thing. to You started out vaping, yeah, and now you're going to be DJing festivals. I Who would have thought that that would ever be a career path for Nobody, anybody? Nobody, dude. And that's, and that's why, like, you talk about, you know, being overshadowed or whatever. Not but, overshadowed. But, you're like, fuck it. I would just, like... 
I would just switch full time, honestly, if I were you. <laughs> well, I mean, it is becoming more and more of the work because even when I DJ, like the voice is what's recognizable. People want to hear me yeah. yell, are you guys ready to break your fucking neck? You know, yeah. like that shit. Like that show the other night that you were DJing, I walked in the building. The first thing I heard was like a song stops and you just go, thank you. And then the whole crowd <laughs> laughed. I was like, what does a DJ get? A, first of all, thanking the crowd and then getting a laugh. I don't know. The whole thing is just, it's funny. It, it Yeah, it works together. And, you know, with music, I think obviously, you know, when it comes down to it, music is the most popular thing on the planet um you know if you're not doing some sort of music uh thing it's hard to really like to to just take off you yeah know? so you hear it heard it here first people blake weber music over everything moe baby he's a he's a, mu- <laughs> he's a musician first and foremost yeah first and despite everything you might know about him <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's so funny because i don't know anything about music per se but I know good songs. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, I mean, then you know everything you need to know, right? You know, what I mean, I'm like that's like saying, like I don't know anything about comedy, but I know I know a good joke when I hear one. Exactly, so, dude. Uh, I'm doing Montreal this year, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna be on New Faces Unrepped. Yeah. So like you in the in the news they call you an influencer mm-hmm. right in, in the news you're in the news on the fucking oh, dude, front page the, all the time it's crazy but I I just was looking at the article about you getting signed to Gersh and mm-hmm. they called you social media influencer right? yes but you're also you're a stand up comedian you're a writer you're an actor yeah what do you feel like there's some stigma to that title the influencer, the influencer title thing because especially we were just talking about Montreal you know what happened last year in Montreal yeah. with, the, with the influencers the YouTube kid traditional like comedians and entertainers we hate you yeah like, I know, I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so on, what's and, that like well it's rightfully so I think a lot of the time you know it's it's just two different spaces and the it, the work that you put into stand up and traditional media and acting and and that kind of stuff is far more, you know, it, it's, it's a longer process. You mm-hmm. know, you can't, no one is good at stand up the it, for three fucking, for three years minimum. More I, than like, that. It's, more in, than that, in, but I'm in saying LA, like, I think it's before seven. you think you're okay, yeah. it takes like, well, you really think you're great when you start and then yeah. you get like, you're like, oh fuck, I'm terrible. And then like it, around then, that's when I started being like, okay, I kind of know how to, maneuver in a crowd if my material isn't working like you can you can you have fallbacks around three years in you got to learn to enjoy punishment yes become masochistic (laughs) if you can wake up in the morning and punch yourself in the nuts and be like yeah i'm ready to go exactly you're well on your way to being an average comedian (laughs) an average comedian (laughs) you're halfway there (laughs) you're well on your way to never becoming a household name (laughs) so it's like it's a longer journey and so i feel like because comedians and actors and a lot of these people that take the traditional route spend all this time you know crafting their art and becoming good you know live um they get they get upset when fucking jake paul walks on the scene and just like hey look what i can do i can do the splits in the middle of a crowd hey you know like they're jelly bro. and then yeah and then they get fucking 50 million views or they're making i mean i know those dudes are making like four or five million a month just off their youtube and you want it's and for me, I mean, I, no offense to them because it's a it's their it's their own art form and sure I'll consider it an art, but uh, it's unwatchable. <laughs> it's, yeah, and because I mean, you actually you're a very rare case out of these people that have popped on social media that you have a basis in real comedy. Yes, stand up. That's so rare. I don't like. I don't know many people that are amazing, like social media presences, and also great on stage. Because you don't have to be exactly, and and for, that's why they get into it. It's exactly. just easy. You just do it from your couch or whatever. It's you easy. don't have to go out. 
you're you're like you're you're it's usually a good looking person you know for the mm-hmm. most part or just a person that's willing to put fucking you another know, way you've subverted the genre <laughs> yeah right <laughs> ugly I'm bastard. disgusting dude I have fucking <laughs> cheek acne right now oh, it's awful knee. um yeah dude and and so uh, you these these influencers they get this bad sti- bad stigma because of that they don't can't put on a live show they don't perform well in front of other people also there was a big trend in like uh with every network buying tv shows from these types of people like a few years ago yes and i feel like 100 percent of them bombed miserably yeah because they were trying to take people that made vine videos basically yep and turn turn them into tv pilots exactly which is such an insane thing you know like a tv pilot is like a thousand vine videos <laughs> well not only that but like a thousand vine videos that have like a story. <laughs> yeah, concept. <laughs> you know, and not just like you know, ridiculous. It's not just like, hey, what's that over there? And it's just some girl's face like <laughs> like that would crush Holy on shit, Vine. Dude, that was hilarious. I uh, think that dude. would make a great vibe. Yeah, dude. You gotta right. find that. Um and and like I said, it's just it's it was, it's mastering a platform compared to mastering an art form. And so what I what I picture when I like first started making Blake videos. That was always my thing. It's just like, all right, take this character to this platform and then fuck up this platform. And that's basically, that's that's what I've been doing this whole time. And that's why it's resonated. And that's why it's kind of kept me in both uh, worlds because it's a parody on the stuff that people don't like. <laughs> yeah. So what about like uh, a Blake Weber feature film? Have you considered this? Well, because I'm just thinking about it right now. <laughs> like, uh I could see like a Pee Wee's Big Adventure type of thing, but with Blake trying to do shit, do shit with ET as a sidekick. <laughs> yeah, I, gets, I think get sued I, by I, DreamWorks I, immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wait, it says here one of the characters' names is ET. <laughs> yeah. where have I heard that before? I've definitely. Um, well, and it's funny that you mentioned the films because when I first started Blake. Um, that was, that was my entrance into it. I made a documentary. It was called the Blake Vapes documentary and it's a 25 minute short film. And it's a, basically it's a parody on, um, what's that addict addicted show? Um, the intervention. Intervention? Yeah. It was a parody Uh, on intervention about him vaping. mm -hmm. And so I made that in two, made it in late 2014. Uh, That's the origin story. That's the origin story is that I made this film in 2014. That's still online. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Um, I had it on Vimeo, and it had like four hundred thousand views because it was like a real. It I made it as real as possible. Like one of my good friends from film school, uh, Ben Epstein, directed it, and he we like he did it right. He sh- we shot it on Reds. Like it's a fucking real movie, and it's really funny. Um, but that was the origin story, and I made the Instagram account for that film. So uh-huh. I could show like comments and stuff. So what happened was from post production to the actual like on online with my account is my account started taking off and the movie came out six months later and I had like forty thousand followers at that time. Uh and it was almost like the storyline didn't match what was happening on my Instagram anymore because people like I I felt compelled to continue making comment or uh making content because people were commenting and, yeah. and, and liking and sharing my videos and it was growth. And I was like, this is fascinating how this yeah. is happening right now. Touched a lot of people, man. But you know, one other person on Instagram who does have a traditional background in uh, entertainment is Will Smith. 
Oh, who yeah. Are now competing with. I don't know if you've heard this, but Will Smith's Instagram has a writer's room. Did you know that? I did not know that, but I believe it. There is an actual room of comedy writers in Hollywood that are coming up with pitches for Will Smith's Instagram. Wow. And he's out there shooting them and, and bringing them to life. Well, the growth has been insane. You know, I know he just started it this year and he's already like over 20 million. So that's like absurd. And furthermore, it's great content. Like it is your typical vlog sort of kind of tacky content but it's fucking will smith who yeah, but it's not he's just acting bro this is aren't even his ideas yeah no that's i i believe that but at the same time i think they're just yeah they're just like hey just page right now just be will smith just be will smith but like today you're gonna jump out of a helicopter just but be will smith <laughs> yeah but that's all you gotta do when you're will smith yeah and he's great so yeah, his one of his latest videos is him jumping out of a helicopter yeah on a bungee um, jump but also, what do you? He didn't need a writer's room to come up with that idea. <laughs> no, no. But they're probably like, all right, we're gonna have you and Carlton reunite, and you guys are gonna do that iconic dance <laughs> from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And he's like, Nah, I'm gonna jump out of helicopter. <laughs> Maybe that's what happens. Is he just has a writer's room to pitch him bad ideas so that he can have the good idea? <laughs> Exactly. He's like, you know what? Nah, I'm just going to throw a million dollar white party. Yeah, dude. Nah, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go to Mexico and get on a boat. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it. That was an episode I watched. It was a good one. Um, he ate ceviche. So, uh, have you ever thought about bringing in some other... Do you have people help you with your ideas? Yeah, or, yeah, absolutely. Is there a team? Yeah, so in some of our longer form content, um, you know, and, and in the very beginning of the Blake Vapes videos, you know, I've been working with my good friend, Nick West. He's a comedian. He also is an editor. And so on my YouTube channel, the Blake YouTube channel, I've been doing, uh, this talk show called hashtag killing it. It's like a bizarro, absurd sort of talk show. And he helps, you know, conceptualize the ideas and then he edits them and they're like really difficult to edit. Cause it's just, it's everything on a green screen. It's like five or six cameras you know we like to like just change the angle all the time and then um you know we always, we have guests on and it's kind of like a bizarre interview where you don't know if it's real or not and that's kind of the way we play it another thing that you've been posting lately that i fuck with is uh the little cartoons yes the, uh little pump yeah that one especially <laughs> is great um, who makes those? So that is made by uh, this kid. He he actually came to me as a fan, and um, he he made an animated video with me and all the people that have been voicing over. And I saw it, and I was like, holy shit, this is hilarious, because I loved his style, because it's like really grungy, sort yeah. of like, it's kind of an archaic style, but that's what makes it funny, and like... Yeah, it looks like old MTV yeah. animation or something. And it's got like a realism to it that I've like loved, and so... I like DM'd him immediately when I saw the video. I was like, hey, would you mind if I voiced this over? And would you be down if I like sent you scripts every like month or two to animate them? And he's like, fuck yes. And basically posted the first one, got a really good response. And then I started making more. You know, I made the little pump one. I made a Cardi B one. He's, I believe he's currently animating the Takashi 69 one. Um, and there's just like, it's like a little series that I just post on my Instagram that people seem to like. And I like voice acting, you know, it's really... I didn't oh, yeah. know that that could that was like really a thing, you know. You watch cartoons or whatever, but yeah. 
you just don't really think of it. And it's great. It's cushy work. Oh, it's so fun too. It's so fucking fun. Dude. You got to do a cartoon show, bro. Like a full. Like I'm sure you're working on it. Well, and and so that it was funny. A cartoon studio saw these little animations that Archibald was making um, on my Instagram, and so we just uh, we just got done recording uh, with We Buy Gold. Oh, nice. Have you heard of them? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so they've been doing really good work in the hip-hop space, both animating music videos and kind of creating little animated series around artists. And so they wanted to do one with me, and it's it's called Rare Beef Battles. And it's basically like, um, it's kind of a new age celebrity deathmatch, uh, but animated. And And I'm doing all the voices of the characters on that project. I think there's like six characters per episode and... I just I just do them all. Awesome, man. Yeah. Awesome. I think that's going to lead to some big things. Bro. I I hope so. It was definitely fun. I it's, mean, you're a beast in the voice game, son. No one can fuck with your voice, dog. It's weird it's weird to like have like a voice that's recognizable. You know, I've yeah. noticed that happens out in public. I'll be like standing there and people <laughs> won't necessarily recognize me, but then I'll like flip out my phone and start filming something like, dude, like, what are you doing? Do it faster. <laughs> and immediately people will be like, oh, that's that fucking dude. That's that guy. <laughs> and it's really bizarre. <laughs> yeah. I mean, does that ever happen to when you're like, uh, yeah, just give me like one ticket for uh, Star is Born. You go to see it alone. <laughs> and they're like, is that you, Blake Weber? <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, dude. That happened actually last Tuesday. It was oh, crazy. wow. Yeah. It was wow. wild. I, did you cry? I mean, tears of joy. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it, but I am a huge fan of Lady Gaga. Oh, dude, I love the Gaga. Yeah, she's wonderful. She's top five artists of all time. Um, you know what? Actually, I think I'm getting a phone call right now. This is crazy, but I think that we actually, 6 9 is actually on the phone. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. My buddy hooked it up. Uh, 6 9 is on the phone. Uh, I think he wants to talk to you, dude. Are you are you cool to talk to him right now? <laughs> wow, yeah, fuck. Yeah, all right. Uh, cool, we're going to answer. Uh, hello? Hello, are you there? Hey! Troy, where you at? I want to talk to this asshole. Where, where are you, dude? Uh, hey, hey Takashi. Um, <laughs> it's uh, interesting to hear from you. Hi, dude! You're fucking... You're a legend. You're you're the only thing that made me famous. So thanks for making me a famous rapper, and I'm about to get a ten for ten. Oh wow! I didn't know that I had such a large impact on that. That's um, that's pretty cool. Hi, dude. Trey. <laughs> Treyway. <laughs> uh, wow, uh, that Whoa. was crazy, man. I thought that he was gonna have beef with you. But I did out- too, but apparently, like, he was just thankful that you know Blake made him famous. Wow, he gives you credit for his entire career. That makes sense, though. You know, I did, I did put him on a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have my dad text me, and he'll be like, "Hey, that Takashi guy. What is that guy?" You know, so. <laughs> You know, I put him up with the older generation, that's for sure. Wow. Uh, so you heard it here first, everybody. Uh, Aristotle, a.k.a. Blake Weber, he's the reason why you know about 6 9 Wow. He's the reason you know about Cardi B. Mm-hmm. He's probably the reason you know about Worldstar. Oh, yeah. And hopefully he's the reason that you heard about this podcast. Yeah, hell yeah, um, fam. Yeah, man. Yo, thank you so much for coming through. Absolutely. Uh, you're the man, dude. Keep on doing what you're doing. Hell yeah, we're doing it. And, uh, bro, never touch those vapes again. Right? <laughs> we're done. Yeah, that shit's bad for you. All right. Peace, yo. Later.
shit is so whack. I pick a stroke over having to hit the whole track. Uh, call me little known fat. Spit the cold rap, break your brittle low back. Yeah, different strokes, but this shit is so whack. I pick a stroke over having to hear the whole track. Breakfast.